Happy Thursday. Yes, the podcast is late this week. I have had a crazy fucking past couple of days. Uh, On Sunday, I got a call from John Eldridge asking me to play bass for the Eldridge Band at Exit Inn on Tuesday. So I was uh, in my car driving for Uber and Lyft, of course. Whenever I got his phone call and he was like, yo, can you do this? We need a bass player. I agreed to do it. I was like, absolutely love to do it. I spent all Sunday working on the charts, all Monday working on the charts. Had a rehearsal Monday night. Tuesday, I decided it was a good idea to go get vaccinated before the gig because I thought in my head, okay, well, if I get vaccinated, then I just have to show my vaccine card when I go there. Turns out that's not the case. So I showed up at Exit Inn. Uh, the dude who was running the door or whatever came back. Uh, sound check was at 3.30, yada, 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 all that good stuff. And he's like, oh, you're vaccinated. You just got vaccinated today. And I was like, yeah. And he said, well, you have to have had it for 14 days to be able to come in. We can do an instant test um, and charge you 15 bucks for you to come in. So I take the instant test. Everything was good. I, uh, we do the sound check. I leave exit in cause we weren't going on stage until like eight 45 or something like that. And when I go leave, I start to feel not so hot. I start to just feel a little tired, a little, a uh, little sluggish, got a fever, all that good shit. And then I decide to run over to Walgreens and get me some Tylenol as well as some vitamin C because I'm like, fuck this. I am not about to have a reaction to this vaccine. And with the vaccine, I was, I don't want to say I was hesitant to do it. I don't really give a fuck either way. I just wanted to, you know, give myself a little bit of extra protection with winter coming. I had COVID last year. It wasn't that bad for me, fortunately. It was about a year ago now. I will say my reaction to the vaccine uh, was worse than my experience with COVID. I was, I felt way sicker. I I feel a lot better now. Um, we end up playing the gig. I, I just felt like my head was swimming. I was with God. I was out in space. Uh, and it's funny because I would have probably honestly gotten really nervous and anxious if I didn't, if I didn't take the vaccine and it didn't fuck me up a little bit. Cause it took me out of my head. I wasn't, I had nothing in my brain right before the gig. There there was nothing. Um, but thank you to Exit In. Thank you to uh, the Eldridge Band. I had a great time playing with them. Um, it was very fun. They're an amazing group. Very talented musicians. You should definitely go check them out whenever they're out playing. That being said, I do have another gig this Sunday over at the Villager Tavern with Violet Moons, where I will be playing bass for them. Super excited for that. I think the show starts at maybe 7 or 8. Would love to see you out. Super pumped uh, to play with Violet Moons again. It's been a, a very rewarding uh, relationship with them. Um, it's also a little bit different playing bass for them, too, because it's... it's uh, I mean this in the best possible way. It's pop music, so I really can't be... Uh, flashy bass player because it would distract too much from their their vocals they have such great vocal harmonies that if i am trying to be like joe dart or jocko pistorius or anyone like that it wouldn't be good for the music 
So it's definitely been a little bit of a challenge. I really have to to think about it. It takes me back to my uh, my early punk roots from my teens. Uh, I was super into punk music when I was in high school. I really loved the Misfits. They were my favorite punk band. I think I just loved the uh, the imagery and that they sang about ripping people's spines out and uh, Astro Zombies and all that bullshit. Um, I, I was also a huge fan of My Chemical Romance. Don't let me fool you. I, I was into the whole emo thing, which looking at the emo thing now, looking back on it, it's really similar to what hair metal was in the late 80s. It's kind of like the second coming of hair metal. And now, as my generation ages, the millennial generation, uh, there's still people that uh, that are super into that music, and it's it's because it's the music of their youth. I, I I listen to it now. I don't necessarily think it's good. I think My Chemical Romance was the best out of all of those bands, uh, but I don't really listen to them anymore. You know, um, I did like Gerard Way's solo album that he's released in a couple of his solo songs because he, he showed some maturity there. I really love the song. Drugstore Perfume off of his uh, his only solo record called Hesitant Alien, which is a great title, by the way. But Drugstore Perfume is such a heartbreaking song. And I've tried to figure out what is this song really about? And to me, it reminds me of being white trash. Just, just from the title alone, like I just picture a place like CVS and a woman walks in there and she gets, you know, a $30 bottle of uh, perfume. And um, here, I'm going to read you some of these fucking lyrics because they're they're really heartbreaking. Let's see here. Drugstore perfume Gerard Way. Let me make sure I'm fucking muted. Here we go. Okay. Let's see. Okay. First verse. She waits at windows. Her dreams don't show in color. And she sleeps for now. She just waits around, wishing she could leave single mothers in parking lots and wear another girl's evening out. This place lets you down easy. Heartbreaking. I always thought that uh, Gretchen Wilson would do a great fucking cover of this song. I, I, wish, I wish I had some kind of power and control in Nashville where I could say things like this and people would listen to me. But no one wants to fuck with me in the industry. Nor do I guess I want to fuck with them. But I don't know. I've been feeling like I've wanted to leave Nashville lately. I've been really fucking frustrated with being here. And don't get me wrong. Very grateful whenever I get a call to play bass for someone. Very grateful that I get to do the podcast and all that. But I'm just tired of being around people who want to be fucking famous all the time. It's really weighing on me. You know, just shaking hands and trying to make deals it feels so disingenuous to me. Um, and I, in a way, it always has. But now I think as I'm approaching 30, my values are starting to change. I don't know what the future of Nashville holds for me anymore. I mean, my, my dad lives here, my aunt and uncle, my grandma. Very grateful for them. They have been so supportive in my career of me being here. But I've honestly been thinking about moving to Denver for a year. Uh, just for a change of pace. I think Nashville is where I'm going to be long-term. But I, I, I don't know. I'm, I might just be talking shit. This is all a bunch of shit. Who knows? My situation could change in six months, and I could be like, no, I, I like being in Nashville. And I do like it, 
but damn, do I feel like I need a break. I've just been running on empty, um, quote unquote, trying to have a career. What's the point of trying to have a career anyways? What is it really? And I'm, I don't care about being famous. I don't care about the only thing I really care about is if, if I can make a teacher salary playing music and doing the podcast and just living my own life every day, I would, I would consider myself successful. And in a lot of ways I already do just because I, I don't have like a job job. I live my own life every single day. I wake up, I do yoga, maybe I'll go drive for Uber, maybe I'll go practice, whatever it is. And it's very rewarding. I, I, it's unreal to me that, uh, and I have to, I have to gut check myself here. I am in the minority of the American population because I am no longer working a nine to five. I'm no longer punching a clock, and uh, it scares me the idea of having to go back and do that. I, I might have to, in order just to continue to better myself and. Uh, on the other hand, it's just like, well, what's the fucking point? You know, I put together a resume. I send it off places. Who the fuck is going to hire me? Who is going to hire me? I've been fired from half the jobs I've had. I've had like 25 jobs. And uh, some I've taken seriously. Some I haven't taken seriously and didn't give a fuck about. But I think that comes down to how they treated me. If they treated me well and they were trying to instill something in me, and as I've mentioned in the past, a place like BEK or something like that, um, I feel eternally grateful for that. But some jobs, their bottom goal is just to take your hours and they pay you money. They're paying for your time. That's what it really is. How much is your time worth? To me, I think my time, it doesn't have a fucking price on it. Time management is hard too. It's just like having a nine to five and trying to do shit like this off on the side, trying to work, trying to do music, whatever it is, it can be very challenging. There's no real clear path to victory or success. I think success at a certain point you have to define on your own terms. And as of right now, I would define myself as successful. And I guess the reason I want to leave or take a break from Nashville is... Success to me is just doing whatever I want, not having any limitations, Um, whether it be financial, whether it be uh, just like where I am. Um, But who knows? I mean, there's no real there's no no one can really decide except me, except except for you. Except whatever you want to do, it's, it's what you have to do. I, I don't, I, I look at some of the people in Nashville that I greatly respect, Vinny Longy being uh, one of those people. Um, he's a, a, a great inspiration to me, just seeing him be smart, be married, make, make the right career moves. And you know what? You know the greatest thing I can say about Vinny? He learns from his mistakes. He learns from his mistakes. I can't fuck with a person who doesn't learn from their mistakes. Well, anyways, I just want to put up a quick short podcast, let you know what I'm thinking. Uh, I still got a little bit of the vaccine brain. I apologize. But I will see you and talk to you next week. This podcast is produced to you by Taylor Miller.